Welcome to The Working Ant with me, your host and coach, Rami Balut. I'm going to share with you secrets and strategies you only wish you knew years ago to accelerate your career today. This is practical stuff, no fluff. My mission is to create a new generation of leaders that brings out the best in people. This is where passions and profession yield profitability. Welcome to The Working Ant. Let's go ahead and, uh, and get started. Interesting co- topic of conversation today, but as always, I will start it out with a quote. At dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work. As a human being, what do I have to complain of if I'm going to do what I was born for? The things I was brought into the world to do? Or is this what I was created for? to huddle under the blankets and stay warm. And that's uh, by Marcus Aurelius. And I think it's sort of like in line with the times today. So for those of us uh, going through uh, winter and experiencing a certain level of cold in the morning, sometimes you have to wonder, you know, should I be staying under the covers to stay warm or should I be getting up and feeling excited to go about my day doing what I was born to do, pursuing my purpose, pursuing my passion, pursuing my spark and I say spark uh, deliberately because I, uh, I I recently watched a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie called Soul. If you haven't watched it yet, um, I would strongly recommend that you do. I was sort of hesitant to actually watch it, but I got a couple of recommendations to watch it. Actually, more than just a couple of recommendations. Rami, Rami, watch Soul. Rami, watch Soul. And so um, I typically... Uh, I'm not subscribed, at least here in the U.S., to uh, to Disney Plus, but I went ahead and and did so uh, simply just to watch this movie, and I couldn't recommend it more, especially especially related to career alignment, fulfillment, purpose, spark, and all good things related to how we live our lives. And that being said, you know this Marcus Aurelius quote sort of like was a uh, a continuation of that, uh, obviously taken from a much longer time, but very very much relevant to how it is we choose to spend our time. And that is the topic of conversation today. It is of time. And I'm going to uh, sort of give a more sort of a a radical statement on how it is that I view time. And I'm going to be asking you to sort of entertain this as we go along, because this conversation is not going to be about time management, but sort of like how to view time to make it an ally. But, you know, the topic of conversation is time is a feeling time is an emotion and uh, and today we're going to be talking through how time is in fact an emotion and again i want you to just entertain this thought with me please um because you know time and by the way the reason why i i, I pick time um, as a topic of conversation today is because so many of us actually had time over the break over the holidays to reflect to reminisce to go back and truly look at what we've been doing with our time um, how we want to be spending our time, how we choose to invest in our time, and and what sort of time we'll be committing to in 2021. It's just natural, you know, when we when we have, when we have time to think, we take time uh, to think about all of these things. And so, you know, I want to make sure that at the start of the year, we're using time wisely. And and this is not again about time management, but how it is that we actually view time. And so again, I'm going to walk through how time is in fact an emotion. Time can appear fixed or infinite, as you know. It can be limited 
or managed, you may feel you have a surplus now, right, right after the, the new year. Uh, but tomorrow, something may happen and you can be doing everything possible to generate more of it because you absolutely need it. Time can be painful and time can, in fact, also be pleasurable, as you know. It can provide an opportunity or let another run its course. And in moments and pockets of our lives, some of us actually believe that we can control it. And in most others, it reminds us of something imminent that's going to happen, right? At this particular time, something is going to happen. It sort of sets our expectations. Time reveals and time also conceals, right? Time may reveal all, but it certainly can conceal a great many things over a period of time. Depending how you view time, it generates a particular emotion, state, or feeling. If you think about that for a moment, you feel something takes a certain amount of time to complete. You feel it's going to take a certain amount of time to be somewhere, to do something. And in 2021, you may feel that it's going to take a specific amount of time or perhaps an infinite amount of time, depending on how you feel in a particular day, to reach your goals, to reach those goals that you set out for yourself, to reach those aspirations, to reach those new heights of growth for yourself. Over the course of, of our lives, we actually toy with time. Uh, we play with time. We set it and, uh, and we reset it when we feel unfulfilled. Or, or we feel like we've made a mistake, we feel that time has imprisoned us, right? Or it's actually feeling like an eternity, right? Uh, to get where we're aligned, to get where we want to be. And by the way, for those of us, when we're doing what we, what we want to do, what we feel is great, what we feel is aligned to us, time just flies and it flies and it flies and it flies. And, and, and many of us, you know, will always ask the question like, where did the time go all of a sudden, right? Time, when we're doing something that enlivens us, can appear that it actually ceases to exist. And so some of us are extremely generous with our time, while others are more mindful in how we give it and we use it. Now, as I said before, I'm not going to be coaching you today on how to manage your time um, or how time should be prized in the same way you may prize your finances, for example. By the way, what I mean by that is, you know, if we're frugal with our money, you know, why not also be frugal with our time, right? If we're mindful about how it is that we spend our hard-earned money, why is it not that we cannot be mindful of how it is we spend our time? And I think, you know, time should just be as important as how we view our finances. You know, when we burn through our pockets, we feel the pinch, and the same goes with time. I believe, um, and I hope you do as well, that time should be prized and held sacred. You know, if where you are now is not giving you the excitement and fulfillment, you know, we may ask ourselves, like, where, where is the time going? And for some of you that are feeling that, you know, this is an amazing time to be alive, it's an amazing opportunity for yourself, then you actually feel emboldened by the time you actually have. And so, Again here, time is an absolute emotion. I, I truly, truly, truly encourage you to strongly consider just that. If we choose to view time as an emotion, which I truly believe it actually is, um, it actually can work for us in a great many ways 
um, and the way we conduct ourselves and the way we manage ourselves and the way we focus on things. And I'm going to give you a few examples of, of just that and hopefully um, sort of like shift the way you view time in a way where it can actually be a positive force in your career journeys, uh, whether you're looking to transition or up-level yourself or you know, focus on what's important at work uh, so you can actually get recognized for it in a future promotion or performance review. Viewing time in this way as an emotion can really, really do a great many good things for you. So number one, you know, I was talking about focus just earlier, you know, focusing on choosing what to focus rather couldn't be more important. So like, for example, if we focus on what's easy, um, and I've said this before, our lives will, will be hard. If we focus on what works in the short term or what we believe works in the short term, you know, may come back and bite us in the long term. Practically speaking, you know, if you're seeking out your career transition and, you know, for those of you that continue, continue to just spray and pray and, uh, and apply online and only look for roles that are available online on LinkedIn or Indeed or Glassdoor or whatever, right? Knowing that there is such a low conversion rate, some of us just choose to do it because it's just so much easier. The technology facilitates it for us. We feel like we've actually accomplished something with the time that we have, the time that we believe that we have, the time that we've been using. But focusing on particular things is going to be extremely important for you in order to really, really succeed with time being an ally for yourself. So asking yourself what to focus on is going to be extremely important this year um, and for years to come. So I'm going to ask you today just to think about what you've been focusing on. Are you focusing on the deficiencies in your resume, in your profile? Are you focused on the deficiencies of what it may look like if you make a career transition socially, culturally, financially? Are you focused more on your passions or are you focused more on the financial profitability? Are you focused on up-leveling yourself to have more impact and influence or are you focused more on getting a title that you feel is simply just deserving to you? Where is your focus today? How are you focusing on things? Are you seeing things for what they are, as they are? Are you trying to see things better than what they are? Are you then trying to align your activities in order to support how it is that you see things better than what they are? Or are you actually looking for things that support a narrative that you've been telling yourself for, for quite a long time that is adverse in nature? So if you are looking for something, you are most likely going to receive it. And that is because your focus and the way you view time and the way you view the utilization of time is providing you just that. You know, I've said this uh, many times in my in my one-on-one -on -one coaching, but also in the program, and that is it's not where, you know, your, your energy flows, your focus goes, or your focus goes, your energy flows, but that which you need is typically that which you attract. So, you know, focusing on what it is that you need will typically align your time to support just that. And, and many times we're focusing on the wrong things. And I want you to just focus with me here today, um, that, no pun intended here, on where, on where your actual focus is. Where are you focused today? What is, what is your primary sort of objective or outcome that you continually think about? Is that crystal clear in your mind? Where is that focus? And how much time are you spending focusing on just that and the success of that or focusing on perhaps 
what may go wrong in the process. Are you focused on the uncertainty? Meaning, you know, Rami, I will continue to look for my next career transition, but it's unlikely that I may do so because where I am now may not feel right, but I'm certain that I'm going to get a paycheck every two weeks. Where I am now may make me feel um, less than ideal at work, but you know, I've reached a level of stability where I am highly dependable and reliable, and I don't feel that I'm going to be able to dedicate enough time for myself in the future to do that in another company. In fact, I shun the idea of working extremely hard to prove myself wherever I go next. And so I'm not so sure I should be focused on that as much as I should be focused on perhaps making the best out of where I am today. It, it's the focus here as it relates to time that is going to be extremely important in your life. Number two, I want you to think about how you can actually create time by valuing what's important in your life. And then obviously align those activities accordingly. So think about this for a moment. How, how can we actually create time? Well, if we view time as something limited, there's only 24 hours of the day, we probably won't go too far here. But if we think about time as an emotion, we can actually create it. That's a very, very powerful statement I want you to consider here. So think about feeling happy. We all want to feel happy or we all want to feel excited during the day. If we actually think of time as an emotion, well, then can't we create that emotion? Can't we create that happiness? Can't we create that excitement? We certainly could, couldn't we? And then what, what we do when we're actually doing that is we actually have the power to create and carve out time to do those things that excite us, that, to do those things that make us happy, to do those things for many of us, for many of us listening today, is really just creating the prospect of happiness, the prospect of fulfillment, the prospect of satisfaction in our future by creating and dedicating a certain amount of time a day to do just that. And so, you know, practically, what does this actually mean? For those of you that, 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 are, that are used to working with me um, over, over the years or over the last few months, you'll know, you know that I, I'm a big, big proponent, proponent of, of outreach, right? Dedicating a particular time during the day to reach out to somebody. It doesn't have to be somebody that we want to network and nourish in a future career transition, but someone perhaps that we worked with in the past or getting in touch with someone that we really, really worked with and felt fondly for um, during a particular time in our professional career and connecting with this person, asking them for advice, asking them what they're doing with their lives, how they feel in a particular position they may have transitioned to over a period of time since that has been uh, since you both spoke with one another. But dedicating a piece of time, carving out a piece of time a day to actually do that, creating time by associating it with an emotion. Isn't that freaking amazing? I mean, I, I truly, truly, truly believe if you can master just that and feeling that you can create time by valuing what's important and using that importance as an emotion, there is so much more you can do for yourself in any given time of the day. So I truly do believe that we do have a lot of time. You may feel overwhelmed in what it is that you're doing, but that just may mean that you're not really focused on what's important. If you feel you're doing a bunch of tasks that are eating up your time, well, well think about people that actually can do those things for you. Think about leveraging some more of your resources, asking people for help, 
asking directly, explicitly to own a particular topic, subject, project, initiative that you feel extremely confident and passionate about doing. Then, then, then time can be created at any time of day. So create time by valuing what's important in your life. Thirdly here, invest in time. Invest in time. What I mean by that is when you do have the time and you're doing something that is related or associated or aligned with activities that promote this outcome that you want, that you want for yourself, well, then do it with high quality. You know, invest in your time. It's like it's like you're investing in something else. You're investing in a program. You're investing listening to me right now, here, today, whatever day this is, whatever time of day this is, wherever it is I am in your home, household, car, wherever, you know, listening to me. Invest in your time wisely and do it by doing what you do with high quality. Take pride in the craftsmanship of your work. And that just may mean slowing things down so you can move fast, right? That just may mean reading something twice or thrice before just reading it once and then just thinking that you know what it is that you're doing. Perhaps it's asking yourself, why am I replying in this particular way? Or why do I continuously provide what is asked of me in this particular fashion or mode of communication? But, you know, all of this is to say that if you invest in your time, like truly invest in your time, meaning that you are vested in your time. You know, it's no wonder companies, you know, who, who give out stock, for example, or give out performance bonuses, give a particular period of time in order for that to happen. Well, they want you vested in the company. They want to feel, they want to know that you're in it for the long run. And when you're in it for the long run, you'll be rewarded accordingly, of course, right? And so it's the same thing here when we ask ourselves to truly invest in our time. Again here, do things with high quality. So if you're going to be replying to somebody, make sure that you're doing it in a way that is clear, that is compelling, that gives a perception, the one that you want of yourself, this, that, that supports your unfair advantage, invest in your time by valuing it with high quality and craftsmanship that you can be proud of. And that is extremely important here. Number four, positively associate time. You know, we, you know, we've said this time and time again, you know, the power of association, you know, when we associate ourselves with something greater and higher than who it is that we are and what it is that we do, we tend to feel a lot more fondly about it, right? If we can positively associate time as an emotion, well, imagine how much good that does for us, right? Because if you have the time now, and you certainly do if you're listening to me, of course, right? And if you're hearing me out, you've got to see this as an opportunity. And if we associate time with opportunity, well, isn't that a positive emotion? Time then is also an emotion, right? Positively associate the time that you have. So rather than actually saying, which, which most of us actually do, because this, this stuff just sells, right? What are you going to be doing with your time? I don't have enough time. You don't have enough time during your day to do all these things. You don't have enough time to do this. Let me fix that for you. Let's make it easy. You don't have enough time during, during the day. So you know what? Get a glass of wine and just unwind and relax. You know, like all of this, all of this sort of association of time as like running out that you don't have it, that it's deficient, 
The clock is ticking. You got to do something about it. Oh my gosh, I'm getting old. I can't do this. I got too many things going on, you know, but if we actually positively associate time, imagine how much good that actually does for us. So it's like, it's almost like saying, you know what? I've only got a few minutes. I've only got a few minutes with you, but these are going to be amazing minutes. I'm going to see this little time that I actually have as a great opportunity for myself. You know what? I only can possibly reach out to just two people a day, but those two people, man, I'm going to do such a great job showing up and presenting myself in such an articulate, impressionable, personable, and powerful way. That's what I'm going to do. I may only have a little bit of time, but I'm going to positively associate what I'm going to be doing during that time rather than thinking to myself, if I only had more time, what more could I be doing with this time that I actually have today? So it's just that positive association with time. So it's like, you know, for some of you, it's the weekend. For some of you, it's the weekday, you know, thinking about how can you positively associate what you're doing day in and day out with time? I cannot emphasize this enough because it excites me so much when, you know, I, I can present something for you to think about when you positively associate the time that you have, limited as it may be. Think of it as a positive thing, an opportunity to change things around, to turn, turn things around, to reset it, to rewind it and do things that are much more impactful in your life. And, and here I'm going back to the power of association. If you can associate what you've done today, you know, how amazing will that be? You know, if I, if I tell you right now to not be afraid of where you are today because it was always where you intended to be, that is a positive association, right? And I am associating that directly with time. So where we are right now may not be where we want to be. It may not be where we intended whatsoever. We may have fallen our, fallen into our careers, and that just may be the reality of things, right? But don't be afraid of where you are today because it was actually always where you intended to be. And that is a great positive association that you can take with you. And that is a way where we can make time and emotion, but a very, very positive one at best, okay? And lastly here, I want you to think about how you can make time an ally. Make time a friend. And, and I say that not in a cliche sort of way, but I deliberately actually mean it. So I actually want you to view the time that you actually have as something empowering, something nourishing, something that provides you a sense of comfort, a sense of certainty, a sense of, let's just say, a sense of validation to make something important and powerful happen in your life, just like a friend would do, just like a friend would do. So if we you know, call up a friend because we want someone to talk to, to make us feel better, to see perspective in a different way, to be clear about where we're going in our lives, that's how I'd like you to associate time with as well. View it as an ally, view it as a friend. But in order for you to do that, in order for you to do that, you've got to focus in a way that sheds light on the positive, the positive way looking forward, meaning not seeing things for what they are again, but seeing things better than what they are. And then actively being in pursuit to make that 
vision of yours of what better means into a reality. And that's how we're going to make time our ally and our friend. And so this is really what I wanted to talk to you about today. In brief, you know, I truly, truly believe that time is an emotion. And again, I just want you to think about that. And I want you to associate time with something positive. So, you know, many people today uh, will be re reaching out to me and asking me, hey, Rami, you know what? I want to set, you know, a 60-day plan, a 90-day plan. I want to do something different in 2021. I want to make it happen in 2021, Rami. I'm putting 2020 behind me. I want to do something significant, important. I want to finally reach that, that part of alignment for myself. Well, what is that going to require? That's definitely going to require time. Now, I'm not asking you to shift the time that you actually have. I'm not even asking you to manage your time better. I'm not asking you that. I'm not going to go that far and, and, ask, and asking you to think about when you wake up, when you eat, when you sleep, when you go on, on, an, on a run or, or, or do some exercise or when you take vacation or when you take a break. I'm not going to ask you to do any of that stuff. We're not going to talk about any of that. All I want you to do is associate time with an emotion this year. Think about it as a true emotion. Do I have a lot of time or do I not? How long is this going to actually take me? It's, it's incredible when you actually think about how much power you have over that perception. So, you know, all of these sorts of, you know, consultations that I'll have this year, um, all of these, you know, enrollments into my program that typically surge during the first few months of this year, you know, people want to do something different. My fear is, of course, because, you know, I, I want to be as genuine, as authentic and as transparent as possible is that, you know, I, I try to think about like, how can I set those expectations right? How can I set them well? I've got to be a cheerleader. I've got to be a supporter. I've got to be a motivator. I've got to be someone that is, in fact, a coach, of course. So I want to support people. I want to support you in your goals. But I also want you to look at things differently. If we have a plan, if we have a piece of technology, if we have an easier way of getting things done, meaning things probably more efficiently, it doesn't necessarily equate to the fact that we actually will have time. It's, it's almost like, again, going back to this whole money thing, right? The more money we typically have, the more we typically spend, right? And that is just you know, facts, science, and data will just prove that, right? So the more time that we have, the more typically time we'll actually spend. Well, where are we spending that time? And a lot of people ask themselves that, that particular question, where am I spending my time? Where am I dedicating my time? And that sort of goes into like this loop where we start writing things out into goals, where we start demanding plans, um, where we start demanding that we reach particular milestones. And that's all great. It's not that they're not achievable, but we've got to view time as an actual emotion. And I feel like if we can generate a compelling emotion of what we can associate time with, well, then we'll just have a lot more of it, but not just more of it, more time doing things that actually create results for ourselves, like real, real, true results. And I just want you to think about that for a moment. Like, just really just think about how it is that you view your time right now, uh, with me right now, how, how you're investing it, where you're focused, how you view time is extremely, extremely going to be not only relevant to you, but it's going to be contingent on the fact of the emotions you actually plan for. You know, year after year, I say this, don't plan for goals, plan for emotions. Because if you can plan for emotions, well, then, you know, a lot of the activities that you'll be doing 
will actually lead to the goals that you intended. So it's, it's almost like process over outcome, you know, people over process. It's almost the same thing here. Think about that for yourself and think about how you can associate time as a really, really great emotion for yourself. And again, here, I want you to entertain it because again, you know, the, how we view time is totally up to you and the narrative you actually take. But if you do something that is so radical and, and how you view time, things, and I hope you can try this out, I would bet would radically change for you. So if you've got a whiteboard, if you've got a journal, if you've got something that you keep when you're writing things out for yourself this year, you know, write down time as an emotion and then reference that. And I'll bet that you know, within weeks or months of reflecting or even just reading it, which I hope you actually could do, you'll start seeing and I hope hopefully start feeling that in fact, it actually is an emotion that that yes, it can be a f appear fixed today, but it also can appear infinite. It could be a barrier. It could be an opportunity. It could be a challenge. It could be a change. You know, you don't need me to tell you this. What we've seen in like 2020 radically shifted in the way we actually viewed time. Time wasn't on our side in many cases. And in many cases, it actually was. And, you know, I'm not going to go into, go, go into the details there, but, but I would hope that you know what I mean when I say that in 2020. Well, now we're in a new time. Now we're in a new age. Now things can be radically different for you. They also can be the same. There will be challenges. There will be sparks uh, of positive emotions where we feel like we are doing everything in our power to get closer and closer to our goals. We're not doing what's easy anymore. We're not taking the, you know, the more fluid way out, but we're actually making an effort to create quality in our lives by associating time with an investment, Sim similar to how it is that we view our finances, our, our spend. So please, please, please take this in consideration as you start this year. And again, you know, I, I wanted this time to sort of set the stage for so much of what's going to transpire this year. I'm extremely optimistic for you. I think this year is going to bring a wealth of positive growth for so many of us. A lot of us today that are able to go out, that are able to do things as we normally would, may be asking themselves this question in that, you know, the time that I actually was on lockdown, the time that I actually didn't have, what, what did I make of that? What did I do with that? Can I get that back? Well, you know what? Most people will say, no, you probably can't get that time back. But I'll say, you know, if you associate that time with something positive, you have it already. You've got it now. So, so do something with it and do something good with it. Focus on what really matters. Ask yourself, what do I really want for myself this year? Why do I really want that? What is it going to give me? And what specific actions can I take to support this, to achieve this, to make it happen for myself in 2020? And when we view time as an actual emotion, when we associate it with something positive, well, we've got a much, much better chance of making that happen. If you've gotten this far in my podcast, I'm hoping that means that you love my coaching content. If you'd like to continue the journey with me on a much deeper, personal, and immersive level, please visit my website at ramibalut.com and schedule a 45-minute Real Talk session with me. You can also enroll my online program at theworkingant.com and join me for five months of weekly live group coaching where you can ask me your questions live in a group coaching setting. Use code PODCAST for an incredible discount at checkout. 
Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Your career fulfillment is so important to me. You deserve nothing less than that. I truly hope you take what we talked about today and use it deliberately, practically, and strategically to accelerate your next career transition, conversation, or simply just to nourish your personal professional life. If you'd like to receive periodic content from me, please visit RamiBalut.com and register for my mailing list by signing up to receive your free ebook, which by the way, is an awesome ebook, if I may say. Until next time, this is your host and coach, Rami Balut, signing off for today's podcast on The Working At. Remember, if not you, then who? If not now, then when?